mozzarella, mozzarella. I need some cheese on the cheddar mozzarella. Don't try to control me. Where'd you go, Yu-Gi-Oh? Eating with the fork. Hey girl, can we fork? I'm so sexual at times, but I'm so nice. Trent, you. That boy went there. I know that. Gotta park my back in the outback. Steakhouse, I see them. I see you wear your dress shirt and your jeans. I know you're going to fucking outback. Next to the BMO. Girl, where'd you go? Roll kit like Rohit. I knew him back in elementary. He doesn't even know me now. Won't say hello. What up, boy? I'm better than Big Sean. Who are you, not Sean? Yes, sir. Eggplant farm. Do your body harm. Eat that chicken farm instead. About to lose my head talking about this vegan shit. You might catch this hit from my backhand. Just kidding. Hugs only. I didn't prepare for this. HP, Apple, no Acer. I'd rather Pacer on the test. See me. Better than no one. Est. 1994 Whoa, speed I'm just flowing on Dancing on the beat like I'm mowing on it Mowing that long like I got a big long Big long what? Big long what? Don't hit me with that shit, I'ma kick you in the butt I don't know why I'm so aggressive today I don't know why I'm so angry today I just heard some bad news About no one, just kidding, today was a great day I feel like I'm preaching on this beat. Back to Nevake. Black pants and they're real tight. Girl, I might take a bite. No, I'm not nice. Haha, <laughs> I'm lying though. Frying a cookie dough and a sandwich at the same time. No flow, and I'm bad, bro. And I'm rolling on a piece of cake. Just had two kicks. And I'm playing on the drums. Not really, that's Chris, I got no talent See me at the crib, not listening to Billy talent ah. iPhone, buy phone, you better die phone I'm just speaking like I'm a Dylon Right next to a pylon This guy just called me a pylon and he owns an android Boy, you an android, 18, DBZ That bitch got her head blown off, but just she's a robot, so it doesn't matter Weak bladder like my mom Yo, she's got a weak bladder, man. That's just a fact. I, I can't do anything about it, man. I can't do shit about it. I love you, mom. Yo, I told you! I'm gonna do this! Woo! I know the hot one! Hot one like his chicken! What's going on, everyone? Episode 39 of High Top Flip Flops. You already know what the fuck going on. It's Chris, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Not Chris, a.k.a. Uh, the Tom Hemingway, a.k.a. Bash Me Outside because I don't fight, I just get beat up. A.k.a. Mr. Date Your Girl With You, uh, a.k.a. Lil Poopy Dirt, a.k.a. It's a new one, Dr. Do Too Little. Oh, that's yeah, a, yeah, 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 that's, yeah. Uh, Hashtag so team underachievers. <laughs> and I'm oh. with my good man, Nivek. Hey, it's Nivek, a.k.a. The Tamil Tyrese, a.k.a. Nivek, a.k.a. Big Seon, a.k.a to cockshipper and we have some amazing guests here today we've got our lovely friend mirisha joining us today how are you good 
How are you? I'm great, man. I'm in the presence of greatness. This is fantastic. <laughs> and we got our good pal Victor here, repeat offender on the show. How's it going, man? I'm doing good. How about you? Well, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't ask me twice, you bum. Uh, <laughs> guys, I'm super excited because this is our Valentine, Palentine, Galentine episode. Uh, this is like our, our second one. This is our second annual. Um, I hope we can do this forever. Forever, yes. Yeah. <laughs> want to be doing this when I am 42 and alone living in my shack in uh, the woods. Nice. Like uh, the the ones by Scarborough Bluffs, like the little foresty area? I was thinking the forest behind Albert Campbell Collegiate <laughs> Institute, <laughs> a which uh, a lot of, this is a very uh, niche reference, but there is a hut currently there. And, you know, I want to wake up at like 6 a.m. and see all the kids exercising on the, um, there's a lot of poles that, that people use to exercise. This is very pedophilic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I retract that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... Hey, but I think what's most important is your intentions, and I don't have pedophilic uh, intentions. I have uh, m- women my own age intentions. So, there you go. <laughs> that's wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> so, on this episode, uh, we like to have a bit of fun. <laughs> And uh, have fans of the show, friends of the show, uh, submit or share with us uh, questions regarding or related to love and romance, because um, obviously we can are connoisseurs, um, and also share awful and horrendous dating stories um, that have taken place, you know, in their lifetime. Because sometimes it's fun to reflect on these things, and also, uh, you know, put things into perspective, remind you that you know you're not. Unf- thankfully, you're not the only person in the world. Um, you know, has gone through some some bad times. Uh, maybe we can look back at them all and kind of laugh a little bit, right? Um, so thank you to everyone who submitted. Uh, obviously, we have people share uh, with Navik and I through our Instagram accounts, um, as well as the Curious Cat page, which we suggest you still kind of keep up with to ask us a bunch of questions because there's a lot of really fun ones. Um, but I think we want to start by sharing some of these stories before we do these questions, yeah? Um, so we have a bunch of us bunch of them in front of us some of them people were uh courageous enough to have us share their real name um some people chose some aliases as well which is perfectly fine um so yeah Nivek, man why don't you start reading off a couple so the first one is from moana and he or she said one dude physically checked off imaginary boxes in the air every time i shared something about myself that met his criteria Wow. So that's, that's pretty sick right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just imagine sitting across the table from this guy and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, I go to school for, uh, you know, comp sign. He's like, check. <laughs> yeah. So fucking cringe, man. At this point, you'd want to test what he likes. <laughs> so you just keep saying things. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm into cats. He goes, mm-mm. No, like, well, I mean, uh, I'm sorry. I meant dogs. <laughs> oh, okay. That's cool. Check. That's yeah, what a fucking wiener. Um <laughs> We got another one submitted by our good friend Renee. She says, I met a dude once and over the next few days he sang multiple Tamil songs over WhatsApp <gasps> notes. It was clear through his voice notes that he was recording these while walking the streets of Scarborough. Um, <laughs> while it was unnecessary, I appreciated the courage. Yeah. <laughs> that same guy DM'd me like a month later. <laughs> oh, okay. I was about to praise him because what do you think? Victor, I mean, yeah, I think that's awesome. It was right? bad yeah, singing. Yeah, that's bravery. It's confidence. It was bad. I heard it. I don't think <laughs> you should judge the singing. It's more the um, the thought behind the singing. Mm. You know, if they were genuine thoughts, 
if they're really from the heart, then I myself, even if he sent it to me, I would probably like it. I would probably be like, hey, man, I uh, probably can't do anything here, but I really appreciate the effort. Uh, but now I know he's a local scumbag like everybody else. Local. So no shout-outs to you. This is, Renee, this is what I want to know. I want to know how you know he was walking in the streets of Scarborough specifically, whether it was just like... Wait, <laughs> hold on a bit. Hold on right now, okay? A lot of gentlemen come from Scarborough. Okay, Scarborough's known for a lot of uh, men that open the, their car doors for women. Right. Um, take them on well-thought-out dates. At Boston Pizza? At Boston Pizza or the keg. Or Symposium. <laughs> or Symposium. Or Jack Astors. Or Jack Astors. Or, or Wow Wings. I mean, no, I don't know about Wow Wings. Uh, wow Wings is kind of good. Yeah, yeah, we like Wow Wings. We like <laughs> like wow it's Wings is takeout only. So if you want like a car date. Oh, yeah. Which I'm yeah, sure no. a lot of Scarborough men engage in. Ooh, mm-hmm. Good call. Good call. Yeah. yeah. It's still quality. <laughs> but yeah, Renee, we don't accept that little diss at the end because he could be from North York. So <laughs> He could be. He could be from Markham as well. We or Markham. <laughs> uh, you want to read the next one there? <clears throat> Submitted by Carolyn. A guy purchased two chocolate milkshakes and was nervous about the date. So he ended up chugging both milkshakes within a three-minute time span. <laughs> he got such a brain, a bad brain fee- freeze that he started crying and had to order a hot tea to chug. <laughs> Yo, I feel super bad for this guy, but I have so many questions. First of all, did he buy a milkshake for each of them and then just out of nervousness was like, fuck that, and just <laughs> crushed the other one as well? Or if he knew from the bad jump, he was like, no, I need both of these large and I'm about to go hammer on them because I'm not going to make it through this date unless I do. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever seen New Girl, which is now all on Netflix, but this seems like something out of the character Nick yeah. would do. Mm. Like exactly the same. I was like, damn. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> that is super funny. Have you guys um, gone on a date that you were super nervous about it? And what did you do when you were super nervous? I bailed. <laughs> that's fair that's yeah. fair how about you Vic I mean I'm always confident so <laughs> I'm never nervous yeah. for real okay you can bleep the, we can bleep this out but I remember you told me something on your first date first with your date. girlfriend that you did with took a big doink to the face <laughs> wait what what are you talking about what are you talking about well you told me this in like 11th grade or 12th yeah. grade yeah which which girl this, uh, <laughs> Sasha 11th grade I wasn't even with her in the 12th, 11th probably grade, grade 12, 12th grade no, I don't remember. Oh, you might have to refresh it. Refresh. Well, if you yeah. want, I could. Um, yeah, yeah. We could it. take this out, but no, you said it. you just uh, took a big doink to the face. Big and, doinks in Amish, baby. And uh, you were super smacked the entire uh, date because you're so nervous. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Now I get it. I didn't get the reference you're saying. I didn't know what doink was. Oh. So I was like, what is that? Did I go to the washroom or something? <laughs> like, Did I take a no. dookie? No. Yeah, I actually was really nervous the first time, so I had to. Uh, Smoke a little something. Smoke a fucking yeah, right baseball before. bat. Yeah, right before. Because, I mean, she's really pretty. She's my current girlfriend right now. So, I don't know. I just got really flustered with okay. my emotions and, like, things to say. Right. So, smoking really eased up on it. Okay. I guess, yeah. Did yeah. she notice? No, she didn't notice. No one notices. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no one notices. true. No one notices. Yeah. Okay, doinked right now. Doink, yeah, yeah. could be. Yeah. You wouldn't know, right? <laughs> Shout out doinks. Shout out big doinks. Big doinks only. <laughs> um, so this one's a this one's a full bodied story here from our dear friend Netherwind TG. It's 2014 and I just got over with my ex and I'm ready to dive into online dating. I've been hearing good things about OkCupid, so your boy signs up and starts working his magic. 
After about a week on the site, I see this cute Asian girl's profile. She's saying all she's saying all the right things on her profile, talking about anime, avatar, gaming, all the stuff that I'm into as well. I message her, we click, and we set a date to hang out in Tor- in downtown Toronto. The day of, I get to e- Eaton Center, and I'm trying to find her. She tells me she, she, to meet her at Chapters. I roll up, a little bit nervous, but I'm ready, and I see her in an aisle looking at some books. I tell her I'm a fan of comic books, and I wanted to check out some of the graphic novels while we're here, so we just start browsing. All of a sudden, three dudes and one girl roll up on me. They pull her away from me and start whispering in her ear. One of these people look at me and grimace. They give me these shifty eyes and give me the I'm watching you finger to eye gesture. One of the dudes whispers in my ear telling me to be careful with this girl. So I'm like, what? So we dip and we get out of there. We were supposed to go to this board game cafe, but instead we walked around the same block for two hours and did nothing besides chat. After the two hours, she says, okay, you can go now. I say, what? She says, I'm going back to the Eaton Center to hang out with my friends. We're going to a concert in an hour. Took the GO train back home and removed her from everything. I'm trying to ask you guys. Wow. One, I'm curious to know if like the orchestration with the friends was something that was planned. Or like if they just found her, like if they were like chasing her or like so many questions in this case too, because it's like one, why did they say be careful with her? Like, I don't know. This one spooked me out, but I was also like, that's also just kind of shitty that you just got told to leave. You're just like, okay, you're dismissed, you know? Yeah, I mean, the first thing that popped out to me was uh, OK Cupid being like dope to him. Because <laughs> I've always, that's a website, right? And that's a catfish site. That and um, those other, if it's a site, it's a catfish. Is it really? If it's an no, app, it's, it's cool. Not. If it's that's Tinder or if it's true. Bumble or Grinder, those are legit apps that you, yeah, you'll probably meet the person. But if it's a website, it's most likely going to mm. be Catfish. Like, who are you citing right now? Like The show Catfish. No. <laughs> <laughs> most of those people on Catfish, which is a fascinating show and really sh- reveals the human psyche, they're, they meet on Facebook because you can just easily make a fake Facebook. Mm. But I don't think OkCupid's like a Catfish site. But I've never made a profile on OkCupid, okay, okay but I feel like you can just throw up like a, any random Google image. You can and do just for like, any of those. I don't know. Tinder's a bit harder. You just have to make a fake f- profile for Facebook to link it to. Mm, that is true. Maybe the guy was just ugly. You know? <laughs> hey, they, listen. I know this guy. He's a very good looking person. Oh, okay? Okay. I'm just oh, going to oh, say okay. that off the bat. Why did they meet at a Toronto Eaton Center chapters? That's what I want to know too. Yeah. So she says, yeah, she said to meet her at the chapters. That's what I want to know too. Uh, like I, probably a very public place. Yeah. You yeah. don't want to meet at like, like an alleyway or like outside of the Borging Cafe because maybe you got snatched up. Maybe. Mm. Or yeah, I mean, but maybe. Sorry, go ahead. That makes me think that she was at the chapters with those friends. Mm. And then she was going to part ways and then come back and reunite with them. Right. So I don't think it was these random people that she met up with. I think they, uh, or like that it was. They like pulled up without yeah. her knowing that she was there kind of yeah, deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes more sense too, but just kind of strange. I mean, I guess from her perspective, it was like she has a, like a safety net. She's like, no, I'm not fucking with this. I have like a concert. I mean, who knows if the concert was real or not? There's so much to speculate. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. Like, why spend, like, two whole hours, though? Why not the cut same, The same the block, though. That's, like, minutes. Well, it's the stuff. same thing with, like, the whole Aziz and Zari thing. To be nice. You want to be nice, mm. so you spend time. And you don't want to, like, be, like, uh, reject them immediately. Even though saying you can go now is pretty 
rejecting. But still, I think she just wa- maybe she just wanted to be nice. I don't know this bitch. I don't know. Did you say okay, yeah, you can right. go now? You're pretty like just blunt about things. So I feel like she could just <laughs> yeah. said that for the first hour. Okay, you can go now. It's not like maybe she was like, okay, you can go now, or she's like, okay, you can go now. Yeah, there's so many different ways. Yeah, there's, there's a, a lot of difference. different ways. It's not like she's saying, yeah, you know, I gotta meet up with friends and like right now and get out of here. She she excused him. Yeah. From the from. It's true. What they're doing so. Super yeah. weird, though. Super weird. Super weird one indeed. Thankfully, you know, it seems like uh, our friend here has moved on from it. Um, and that's a pretty good thing. So we got another one here submitted by Gerald. This is pretty funny because Gerald also shared the story in third person. <laughs> He's referring to himself as he shared the story. Super funny. <laughs> yeah, so like, I, I just had to copy and paste this when I wrote this down. So he starts this by saying, Gerald met a chick <laughs> while he was out one night. They chopped it up. They had a good time. They bought each other some drinks, spoke for a while, and he had found out that this girl had moved downtown. So she says to him, you got to come over. We'll have a sleepover. So, so Gerald is like, bless, because he thinks he's getting some play. They get to the house and hang out for a little bit. They have some wine. After a little while, she says to Gerald, okay, you can crash on the couch here. I'm going to go to bed now. Just let me know if you need anything, okay? Super concerned and super, super nice. I didn't make anything of it. I figured she had no interest in pursuing anything further, so I just went to bed on the couch. Around 3 a.m., though, she wakes me up. I found out that she quite literally just wanted to have a sleepover because she has intense night terrors and needed (laughs) someone to talk to. (laughs) <laughs> Gerald, unfortunately, has since cut this chick off. <laughs> I think this story is super, super funny. Yeah, like, my question for you guys is, uh, let's say you guys are put in this position, male or female, would you stay the full night or would you leave right after they say, uh, okay, you can go to bed now on this couch? Because the way I view it is, I would probably stay just because if I left, who's going to lock the door? She might get robbed. Oh, that's, that's super that's considerate. Fine. That's of the only reason. That's, that's really true. nice of you. <laughs> yeah. I'd be very selfish and be like, if I lived in the downtown Toronto vicinity, I would get the fuck out. If I lived in like Ajax or something, I'd probably stay. Yeah. Depending on the time of night. Mm. Well, 3 a.m., right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But I wish she would have been more transparent that she had night tears and that's From the reason the she wanted <laughs> yeah, to stay. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so I think it was yeah. very kind of our friend Gerald to uh, to also stay and, you know, console her through the night tears. <laughs> um, I'm, also, I'm also sure that... Uh, Gerald was taking advantage of the fact that yeah he had a place to crash and it was super late at night. Um, but yeah. I like they said bless, bless. <laughs> yeah, because um, Gerald definitely says that when he's excited. Um, so shout out to Gerald for sharing that one. <coughs> Do you want to share another one there? This one might be the weirdest one. Yeah, yeah, we got to so, talk. We got to we got to try and dig this one out. So submitted by Bernavi. I was dating someone for six months. His entire room uh, was filled with empty picture frames. Because no image is worth containing. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a fucking nut job, man. Um, I also told this to her too. I was like, you know, he's a psychopath, right? Because um, there's there's no logic. I I really don't get this one at all. If there's no image worth containing, then why do you have a room full of empty picture frames? Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, lots of, lots to think about this one. Um, yeah, maybe his room was like an art, a performative art experience. Like, we don't know. Maybe this is just a super smart person. <laughs> yeah. Because. No, there's no way. <coughs> no. Why? I don't know. Because to think of that, to to buy like just all these frames, maybe if you, even if you just bought it from the dollar store and like the entire room is filled with them, that's like 
maybe 10 to 15 frames. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's a lot of money for just empty frames for <laughs> no purpose. Or maybe they were like in a past relationship that just went bad. He just took out all the pictures out. <clears throat> that's a good that's a good point. And yeah. you know, he was just didn't feel like uh, you know, expressing that. <laughs> That's you know, so honestly, weird, right? Though, to yeah. have like also have fifteen pictures of you and your past partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At any point in time, hung up in <laughs> yeah. the room. You know, it'd be right? weirder though if like they were all photos of the two of them, and Brandy pulls up, and all of them are just like half cut out, like all of, like her <laughs> oh, just yeah, cut out, it's just like him with like his arm around some like half of somebody. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like maybe that came from like a place of genuine sadness like no images worth containing just yeah. the memories the memories <laughs> are forever this uh, also makes me think like having one night stands are super scary because you don't know if you're gonna get killed true easily yeah. like that yeah. guy's like, yes he's um i think he might be super smart but he's clearly a murderer like <laughs> he will kill you at one point they're also dating for six months like Oh, that is true. So it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't just like first meeting. Because, yeah, I feel like if it was a first meeting thing, it would just be like, yeah, I got to go. <laughs> um, yeah. Can we reach out to Bernavi, maybe call her right now? Yeah, yeah, and be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we need some backstory on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this one is a, uh, a strange one. Um, so we've got one. This one's, this one's not really that funny. This one's just kind of like a dramatic story submitted <laughs> by our friend Catherine. Catherine says, I went to New Orleans for a week around January of last year. Um, on our last night, a friend of mine named Molly brought this dude Logan around. The plan was to set Logan up with my other friend, Rainy, but I wasn't aware of this. And, huh, you know me. I see what I like, and I shoot my shot. That's super funny. Um, so Logan and I end up dancing the night away, and by the end of the night, we're making out. It's my last night there. It wasn't anything serious, but we ended the night after kissing for an hour. After I leave, Logan and I don't talk for maybe a month or two. But by May, him and I are talking heavy, like daily. We're even making travel plans because I want to see him and vice versa. At this point, I'm in Denver for the summer and I'm encouraging him to leave New Orleans. I don't, I don't know the way the South works, but with black folks, especially men, are considered to never leave the hood. I've always had the spirit of venture because of my upbringing, but he didn't, he didn't and I wanted that for him. I told him that if Denver didn't work out, it was okay. He really wanted to move to New York City, and I had plans to be there at the end of the summer for Afropunk. So I say to him, let's go. No one moves. No one who moves to New York does it with money in their pocket or a place to live. If you want it, just do it. Let me be excuse, your excuse to buy a one-way ticket to New York. He tells me I'm right, and that he's going to try. I also told him that NYC didn't matter, as I had business to attend to in August in New Orleans, so I could see him either way. I told him that I wanted to do so. July rolls around and he starts pulling away. He takes a road trip and after that, it's not the same. I start accepting it, but to be honest, I was really ready for NYC and to see him either way. I stop hearing from him for a week before I go to New Orleans and I text him telling him I'll be there. August rolls around and I'm in his city. He watches my snaps and Insta stories and all of that. I meet our mutual friend down there to find out he's been seriously dating Molly, our mutual friend from the start of the story. R.I.P. my little heart. God damn, man! Wow, we gotta start. We gotta play that Godfather music after this because it's just heart wrenching. Um, Catherine, man, you know, f this guy, man. Freaking Logan is a. Uh, I don't know. He's a big doink, man. I don't know what to call him. Yeah, I mean that's mean, you know. Yeah, it's just mean. Um, PSA. 
Go ahead, Navid. Please hit him with a PSA. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, PSA to all the guys out there who are doing what Logan's doing. Please go ahead. Hey, don't do it. Just uh, be nice and be be truthful, I guess. So Yeah, I mean, think um, about it. This is like later on. Like Catherine was very kind enough to uh, you know, give us like a like a pretty steady timeline here. Like this is the course of like six months at least. Yeah, you know what I mean? Long, yeah. Uh, that's a long ass time to play with someone's emotions, so that's messed up. I don't like that, but we like Catherine. Thank you for sharing that story with us. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to read out the yeah. next one there? So uh, submitted by Bean. One time, I was seeing a boy from RMC who'd never been sailing, which I've done for years. We'd been talking for like two months at this point, so he came sailing with me in these fourteen feet long dinghies. Dinghies, yep. Dinghies, and it was kind of windy, and he was. Nervous to start with, but I was having a time. I've done this many times with many people, but this was maybe like date six, so still fresh into it. As a joke, I usually give people a little kick and knock them out of the boat as a little initiation. They usually flip out into the water. We laugh and call it a day. I kicked this guy. I kicked this guy and he tried to hang on and in the process popped his shoulder out. I had to rescue him from the water and help him pop it back in. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, I said this to Bean when she shared the story as well. Yo, you're a you're a dick for that one, man. What? <laughs> this is just the worst kind of initiation I've ever heard. And then her response to me was just like, "Oh yeah, I just do it all the time. Most people just fall in the water and laugh it off." <laughs> no, what if I had a fresh fit and my phone in my pocket and you push me in? No, I would I would try to break your boat. <laughs> I would try to break your boat so you could never have fun again in that boat. All fucking straight up. That's seven hundred pounds of this boat. Little little initiation. You're horrible, Bean. No, I'm playing. You're not horrible. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's not fun. Do they keep dating? Uh, good question. I didn't follow up. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> if they did, it's like, wow, you know, just found, found, literally purged your way into his heart by kicking him in the chest. So that's pretty amazing. Would you guys continue after that happened? <clears throat> if I was the pop shoulder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No. You no. just cut. How about no. you, Victor? Yeah, I'd probably leave. <laughs> what about if you didn't pop the shoulder? What if you just fell into the water? Depends on what I was wearing. <laughs> if I was wearing some nice J's, I mean, like you're wearing your J's and yeah, your, your I'm If I was wearing my royal ones, like yeah, I don't know, it might be game over. Yeah, what if you? Why are you wearing that on a boat? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you got to stunt on a boat. I would be if wearing, you're on a boat. You're I would stunting. be wearing swim shorts and no shoes. <laughs> you know what they That's say? True. Stunt at all costs. That's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, who says that? Uh you know the streets. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Streets. McNichol and uh, Shepherd. Yeah, that's a, that's a saying. On yeah. That <laughs> uh, so we have a couple more <laughs> stories here. Um, I'm going to read this one out. This is from. Uh, this was submitted <laughs> submitted by the stock market. I once went on a Tinder date. It was my first Tinder date ever, and the guy's profile said he was 21 and he looked good. So I went on a date with him. Uh, it turns out he was a 17-year-old former heroin addict slash drug dealer. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> that was rude of me. I'm sorry if you're a former heroin addict. Congrats, like you're not on. Heroin but at anymore. 17, when did he yeah. get addicted to heroin? <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> okay, maybe his dad was like wilding or something. We don't know the story. Mm. It's yeah. true. True. Um, yeah, very intense. Also, the stock market. You know, we imagine that was also a bit scary for you so hope you're uh hope you're keeping well after that one considering that was your first ever tinder day as well we sorry what what happened like he's just a former act does it 
Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there's still a lot to kind of take in. Vic. Oh, uh, I mean, he's underage and a previous heroin addict. That's kind of dramatic. <laughs> trying to say he would still go out to coffee with him. Like, I'd still sit down. Yeah, I mean, they're former. Yeah, it's at 17, but we don't know if he was living conditions. Like, could be wild. That's like, what true. if he was like 10 and he had so much heroin in his garage? You'd be tempted to do the heroin. <laughs> you might want a child. Yeah. But he's 17. That's underage. I need to like talk to you about pedophilia. That's not pedophilia. <laughs> yeah, that's not it pedoph- is, yo. Like if you're 17 and oh, you're over 17. Oh, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm just focusing on the heroin part. <laughs> you guys gotta let me know. I'm not trying to prey on kids here. I just, I just didn't know. Got him. <laughs> that's it. Oh, because this person is also not that age. She's yeah, the stock yeah. market older. is older mm. than uh, 17. Mm. Um, I'm glad you figured that out. <laughs> but would you guys date a person of age that was a former former heroin addict? You know what? I, go I mean, I think yeah. I would probably sit through the rest of that first date to just like gauge with her as a person, right? Because yeah. um, yeah. evidently that's like a part of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, former can also mean you know you're in a better place. It could also mean you're potentially still struggling. You know, yeah. Yeah. lots of variables. Lots of variables. Damn, I was uh, about to channel channel uh, Chris Rock here and about to be like, hey, well, man, what are you trying to do when you, you got all this coke in your house? You're obviously going to do it. Um, or heroin in this case. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so hey, try not to do it if you got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably your greatest PSA ever. Hey, if you got it, just you don't don't dive into your own stash. <laughs> just sell it. <laughs> yeah, just sell it. Um, so we have one more uh, one more story here uh, submitted by our dear friend Rajiv. <laughs> um, he calls this one more of a rags to riches story. So around Valentine's of 2016, a few friends and myself hit up a sushi lunch to chill, and we go about roasting each other as usual. Then a couple of the guys start asking everyone individually what they're doing for Valentine's Day, and then they get to me fully knowing I don't have anyone for the romantic holiday. <laughs> So they finish with everyone and they get to me and say, oh man, Rajiv, what are you doing? I say nothing because I'm not serving raw meat to these Rottweilers who are ready to pounce. Uh, But I do not escape because they go out of their way to pull out their phones and Snapchat everyone's Valentine's Day plans. And then get to me and hold the camera on me while continuously asking me what I'm planning to do for the day. Because no one, until I say nothing because I have no one. So the rest of that meal, I can't order any more <laughs> shrimp rolls without being told I'm alone for Valentine's Day. But fast forward one year and all of them are alone and I'm flourishing. So <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Rajiv, this is a pretty awful story. Like, P.U. Yeah. This stinks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, c- congrats, Rajiv. Yeah, hey, congrats to all of your friends that are like lonely and like struggling <laughs> to like, go about their uh, romantic relationships. Does that make you feel better, Rajiv? That's amazing. Good job. Man. Yeah. Hopefully your friends are forever alone and you're always successful in a relationship. Yeah, that's and right. And happy. I hope you enjoyed so. your pre-Valentine's Day sushi lunch with your significant other and none of your friends. Rigid. You know, I hope people still submit next year because we're just shitting on most of yeah. <laughs> We really just uh, shit on Reggie because we can. You know, we know that he's... We were kind of sympathetic. Yeah. I mean, I was almost sympathetic for the heroin <laughs> addict. <laughs> We can kind of be, uh, we can kind of be, we should, we should also sympathize, you know, with those who, uh, those who obviously gracefully submitted these hilarious stories with us. Um, there are a couple more that I have that, uh, yeah, probably are less, um, 
less funny and more just kind of like crazy. This story um, was actually sent in the form of a video, um, which I originally considered paraphrasing or trying to summarize myself, um, but in retrospect realized that I would not do this story or set of stories uh, any justice given how graphic um, and detailed they are. This story was submitted by a friend of mine, a close friend of mine who I've known for nearly 10 years now. Um, and while there have been patches of uh, lack of communication, I suppose, um, we've thankfully been able to speak a little bit more. Um, and I think that's something that perhaps made this individual feel a bit more comfortable sharing something as intense as this. And while the rest of these stories that we've had submitted have been a bit more comical and something that we can all kind of laugh at, I think it's important to also highlight stories such as these um, that are the complete opposite, that are not humorous at all, that are quite traumatizing um, and frightening to, to recount. Um, so yeah, before I, I play this, I would certainly like to thank uh, my dear friend who was courageous enough to share this with us, and yeah. It's the first boy I was very serious with, and his name is Thomas Bullen. He's an English man, and he's eight years older than us. And that started when I was in high school. He didn't know how old I was, because I might have lied to him when I met him. It wasn't an online thing. I met him in real life. I don't like online dating. Um, but yeah, so we were together for like five years. He's amazing. Um, this is my old engagement ring like funnily enough that I just recently found and have started wearing again. Um, but towards last uh, year of the relationship, he beat the shit out of me. He was so fucking mean. Throughout our relationship, he had lied about everything. He would be on the internet like talking to other girls. He had dating websites that he created on my like 16th birthday because it'll show you like the day where things when like profiles were created. Um, and like despite those things, like the first four years, like the lies and whatever, like we would work through it. And I would have, I was strong enough to be like, you know, I need to walk away from this. But he would be begging and crying. And like as a teenager mm. and somebody who doesn't understand relationships, it wasn't anything that I um, knew how to handle. And growing up in a West Indian household with a single mother who was also abused by like my father so badly. Um, she's such a submissive person. And I guess I, you know, might be as well. So it was like, you know, I let everything pass, whatever. And it got to the point where we had our own place together on the Danforth. And yeah, dude was being the shit out of me. We had holes in our wall because he literally beat the shit out of me. I don't like, I don't, I'm not wearing that much makeup. So I think you can kind of like tell, but I have like a scar and a bump right here. Like, I don't know, maybe oh, I'm going to burn myself in my candle. I don't know if you can see it, but like, I do have a scar on my nose because dude also threw a plate at me. Now at this time... I was a bigger girl. Like, this boy was like a scrawny little white English boy, and I honestly could have taken this man if I really wanted to, but I'm not that kind of person. And I just kind of took it because that whole, like, submissive mindset of, you know, this is your man, and, you know, you have to listen to what he does and care for him, and no matter what happens, you are ride or die. Um, it's just so dumb in some regards. And, yeah, um, 
didn't tell anyone about it. My family was floored. It was so shocking to the point when I did come out about it that my own mother, like, and my sister didn't believe me. They were messaging and texting him to ask him if he's okay because he's English and he lives here on his own. Like, he left his family and was, like, doing his visa and everything. Um, or he was on, like, a student visa and a school visa. Uh, yeah. And it's, like, that was a really shitty fucking time because I just felt, like, so helpless and alone and, like, not only the person I was in love with, like, broke my heart completely because he beat the shit out of me. I miscarried. I was actually pregnant. And I got the beat the shit beaten out of me so bad that, like, he, t like, tossed me around one time and I landed on the floor, like, face front on my tummy. So that happened. Um, what else? Yeah, that happened. And he was cheating on me also during that time with a girl that he met at Centennial who I know he married like last summer or the summer before, which is fine. Nothing on me. I've not been with that person for four years. Like for me, that was kind of like, okay, chapter is done. There's like, he has found his person. She has to deal with that and live with that. Like, and I've never heard from him since. I've never had an apology really. Like I think he called me three or four months after all of that and like to ask about the pregnancy and stuff and he kind of cried and shed a tear on the phone but it was still kind of like fuck you you disgusting piece of shit so yeah like not only was I good to him but my family over here was like his family you know like I given everything to this man um so that happened that was shitty got cheated on got beat the shit out of on top of like verbal abuse just everything <laughs> like abused so much um boyfriend after that normal relationship which I'm so blessed for it was like it ended because he cheated on me and I wasn't also the greatest girlfriend to be honest I was kind of rebounding but yeah normal relationship ending that was like <laughs> thank god like I'd rather be cheated on and be handled within a normal way than like abusive shit then my most recent ex who like I was so in love with like loved this guy more than anything in my whole life um he was so abusive and so traumatically so like just so fucking 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 abusive that I had to go to therapy like three times over because I was being gaslit I was like the emotional abuse is worse than the physical abuse like I can take Tom beating the shit out of me but then like my most recent ex James the shit how he would talk to me and make me doubt myself like I literally felt like I wanted to kill myself so many times and which I shouldn't because I went out of my way for him. I gave him everything. I gave him money. I paid for his rent like two months in advance, paid his credit cards off, paid for him to get his D2, get his life together because this boy was also like I think nine years older than us. So he's like an older man in his 30s. Um, I was his best friend. I, I was all these things to him. I was a complete like light in his life that that was something he could never ignore. And I've walked away from that relationship so many times to the point where, like, I would e even try to see other people and, like, completely remove myself from it. And I just loved this boy so much. And every time he would try to come back, I had this soft spot that I have no business having and would always take him back. And it fucked with me to the point where, like, not only, like, physically I've been shoved around and pushed around by him, I've been called every name in the fucking book and told that I'm, like, the most terrible person ever by the one person I love and trusted um but like even physically like I got in an ATV accident because he was driving and I still have like scars on my legs uh from that which I think are permanent and I have a tissue like tissue damage on my ankle which is still like fucked up and I still go to the doctor for which he has not like tried to talk to me about or check up 
on me with and he's also cheated on me on top of being abusive and shitty and all the things I've done for him in the world um yeah so it's been shitty and I've been recently kind of like talking to a boy he's my friend and it's weird he has this like open relationship um with this girl so he says <laughs> a lot of men say they have open relationships and I don't know the girl though so I don't know if she knows that she's having an open relationship and um he still wants to like sleep with me and kind of have his cake and eat it too and I'm just so single and so alone that sometimes I'm like you know what whatever I'm not getting anything anyways but he is really disrespectful and very one-sided um we actually right before I was filming this got into kind of a falling out because I am very guarded for obvious reasons now like I don't just open myself up or like talk about things or even I don't even like to tell people where I work like weird shit like that I just I'm so closed off um but I'm I'm open with like letting people know why like I have dealt with certain things and certain relationships and a lot of them pertain to men and I just get really uncomfortable and I can't help it like to protect myself now which is what I'm just trying to do these days like that's what it comes down to um and he just got offended because I wasn't telling him something because I chose to keep it private actually it's dumb like I didn't want to tell him where I was working because I have three jobs and one of them is in Toronto and I didn't want to discuss it basically, um, basically with him and I got thrown under the bus like oh you know what kind of like basically questioning what kind of friend I am to him which is really fucked up because this particular person, like, I don't drive and I'm from Pickering and I go out of my way for all my friends downtown and he lives downtown. My ex lived downtown too and literally, like, it took two years for him to drive his motorcycle and come to me. He rode all around Ontario and he never came to Pickering for me. And the one time he does come to Pickering, like, in this room right here, he was verbally abusing me and calling me names and stuff and my mom heard and he got kicked out. Like, we had to kick him the fuck out. Like, he's not welcomed here at all. So, yeah, I go downtown and I go out of my way multiple times. I buy dinner and breakfast and, like, all of these things for this particular person. And for him to question, like, how much he, of a friend I am to him, like, that was just the wrong thing for him to do. Like, I'm, I can be that person and I can be a great outlet and I will love everybody who comes into my life. But for me to open myself up, like, I need someone to also make those efforts for me for, so that I can feel comfortable. While this is a far more somber note um, in comparison to the stories that we shared prior to this, I think it's still super important that we take the time to share and take the time to listen to a story as grim, a set of stories so grim and frightening, I suppose. What I think is the biggest key to kind of take away is that oftentimes scenarios like these are far too intense to to ever be able to share with someone um i mean no matter how close you are or how close you once were so perhaps uh after hearing something like this uh yeah it might encourage anyone who's listening to to be a bit more conscious a bit more thoughtful perhaps of the relationships that we find ourselves in the relationships we find our friends or our loved ones in. I guess the scary truth is maybe not everyone is going to end up being as uh, brave and as resilient as, uh, you know, our, our our friend was. 
to kind of come out of so many, so many horrendous experiences um, alive, to be quite frank. So thank you again to uh, my dear pal for sharing the story. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll jump into some questions. Some of them, or most of them, are, if not all of them, minus one or two, are kind of like general questions, which are great. All, all of these questions were submitted, again, by friends or anonymously through the Curious Cat page. Uh, so if you'd like us to answer more of these questions in the future episodes, um, go to the website, curiouscat.me forward slash high top flip flops. Uh, so first question, and we'll go around here. Uh, giving or receiving flowers on Valentine's Day, yay or nay? Victor, we'll start with you. Yay. Yeah, did, always. Did yeah. you do that this year? Yeah, I did that this year. But uh, usually I go to like my florist. Oh. I, yeah, but I'm broke this year, so I just went okay. to Food Basics. Okay. And then uh, Dollarama has this thing where they have like chocolate roses. So I just put like it the in. The petals there. are roses? No, no, it's like, it's just like the wrapper. Oh, oh. They, they okay. wrap this chocolate and it okay. looks like roses. But I feel like it's just, it's something nice to do. Okay. Even though it's like a Hallmark holiday. Right. Yeah. How about you, Marisha? How do you feel about flowers? Have you ever given flowers to someone on Valentine's Day? Uh, like my mom. Okay, sweet. Yeah, but I'm into it. Right on. Vague? I'm against. And I say this because I feel like you should give flowers on off days. What? Not oh, on Valentine's Day. Yo, this, this episode is all fucking about just because just be like, yo, I'm so fucking different, bro. Like, yo, I did heroin addicts. Like, yo, listen, like, I would lock the door after someone stood me up. Like, yo, let me just tell you, I'm about giving roses to people on off days because I'm just fucking thoughtful like that. First of all. Okay, but where? But okay. Cue, uh, cue some really, uh, some real Black Panther music right now. <laughs> okay, got you. That's playing. Because the government just wants you to pay for these overpriced flowers, overpriced for one day, when you can shock your loved one on a random day. Let's say in an October, in a January, in an August. And they'll be like, wait, it's not Valentine's Day. Why are you giving me flowers? <laughs> Just because that's who I am. Shout out to Byra in the back. Just uh, shouting as well. Just validating. Shout out to you. That's true. <laughs> I need that validation. Okay, um, so one time debate gave me flowers. I was like, you need to buy me flowers. Tea report. Ooh, that's hot tea. Okay, this. Okay, this kind of leads into the next question. If you want to ask that. Go for it. Why don't you? Why don't you go? Go ahead and ask that. Who is the bigger romantic between you two? I am the worst person to be in a relationship with. If you are in a relationship with me, it's like getting stung by a wasp every day of that relationship. <coughs> Don't be in a relationship with me. It's going to be the worst time of your life. But that still doesn't answer the question whether you're romantic or not. Like, you can still be a romantic person, but just, like, be a, a bad human. You know what I mean? Like, like you could be, like... The, the Joker is more of a romantic than I am. Okay. No, um, I don't know, actually. I don't know uh, the answer. Because what is romance? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do you judge how romantic you are? That's true. Like, let's say you uh, do other things that, like, you're not really buying things and you're not really uh, giving too many gifts, but you're doing other small things. Mm -hmm. uh, those small things are different for everybody. Does that make you romantic or does that not make you romantic? Let's say your situation is bad financially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... You might um, figure other ways, you know. Mm -hmm. Are you romantic or not? I don't know. Yeah. How, what would I you say? Like, oh, what would you guys say? Sorry. No, go ahead. I feel like uh, romance is like super performative. 
So, like, I don't know. Just, like, getting, um, like, it's a lot of, it is a lot of spending money. It is a lot of, like, investing in a hotel room or investing in flowers. Rose petals. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So it's really performative. But I think, like, uh, signs of actual, a lot of love can be not necessarily romantic, but just caring. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But I think Valentine's Day is, like, to be performative. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I would have to answer the same the question the same way as Navik because I have no definition um, or like yeah like a, a firm enough answer of like what it means to be romantic in that sense because yeah in my head I like I picture uh, what Carol's Whisper by George Michael playing and like yeah like <laughs> like a like a pink haze like hotel room as you said which is mm-hmm. just like it's not me at all so it's mm-hmm. like if that's the case it's like oh okay I'm not I'm not romantic. Um, but tricky question. But Navek, you are not dating. You is not like being stung by a yeah, wasp man, every yeah. day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Neither is being your friend either, man. I mean, oh, that's cool, not like man. dating at all. But I'm just, you know, I just want to let you know. I don't think you're romantic, but you're incredibly caring. Hey, there you go. Oh, cool. We're gonna have cheers. <laughs> We're just gonna have uh, children cheering in the background right now. <laughs> That'll be cut out. <laughs> uh, Victor, how you being in a, a six-year relationship? How do you yeah. view yourself? Six. Yeah, uh, I feel like as long as the significant other is happy. You know, you don't really need to, I mean, even if you're financially stable or financially broke, communication is key. Mm-hmm. If you see that your significant other is upset, then do something about it. If you see that she's happy, then just leave it the way it is. You know, don't fix what's not broken. Mm. You can be broke in the wallet, but you can be full in the heart. Right? Ah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I learned that from you, man. You, uh, you once said that to me, actually. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, whoa. so shout out to me. Yeah. Okay. You never said that to me. Oh. Um, <laughs> Have you guys heard of... Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. so sorry. I <laughs> didn't uh, introduce my dear sister, who's also okay. on the air. There's buyers in the house. I've been enjoying listening, though. Um, no, uh, what I was going to say was, have you guys heard of love languages? Yeah. Like, everyone has their own love language. So everyone shows affection in different ways. Everyone. So the whole concept of being romantic, I think, for... Something I might find romantic, you might not find romantic, right? Yeah. So, example, like, I'm, like, hella old school romantic. I love, like, handwritten notes and, like, if someone, like, made me a card, I'd, like, fucking cry. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, stuff like that. Like, I don't need you to buy me, like, 12 roses or buy me, like, Tiffany's and shit. Like, so, it really, I think it depends, like, person to person. And there's, like, I don't know how accurate these things are but they have like little quizzes where you can identify what your love language is i feel like if two people have very very different love languages then it might cause a strain on your relationship and um it'd be difficult to to, you know like meet halfway yeah but yeah that's like the five are like um giving gifts verbally saying it quality time uh touch and there's one more i can't remember do you know it oh these are all Those components are of the love language yeah. okay yeah they're the five. Oh, swag there's yeah. five of them dang yeah. um no i did not know about that actually <clears throat> but yeah i i guess along a similar lines definitely have heard of just like yeah i think that that extends into platonic relationships as well right mm-hmm. how you display your kind of like uh genuine care intentions um so that's a good question Next question here, tips on how to move on from a long-term relationship when your ex says they are happier now without you, especially if you see them frequently and can't avoid it. Um, 
Yeah. That's mean. Wow. They're mean. You should know that, that they're proactively telling you that. Unless you were abusive or something, they're mean. Mm. And I think the biggest thing with moving on from relationships is strictly time. So it's not strictly time, but that helps a lot. And I think it helps in any cause, whether it's like loss of a friend or loss of like a relationship, a partner, whatever. So I think as time goes by, it will get a lot better. But also just know that you can reallocate the energy that you had given to your partner to yourself. So if that means like bettering yourself through like a hobby or just like, I don't know, smoking weed. I don't know. Just like whatever you want. So, yeah, they're mean, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying that. Um, And what, uh, and do you think, um, is there anything kind of on a, uh, I guess for the second part of this question, um, how would you guys kind of deal with the the whole being in like the same social circle as them and like not really being able to avoid it? How do you guys feel about, or do you think there's anything kind of tangible that can be done on that front? That's really hard. You know, yeah, I feel yeah. uncomfortable just thinking about it. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> um, yeah, obviously coming back to the time thing, right? Uh, in that time, right, the yeah. the key things will always be like reaffirming to yourself that it's like mm-hmm. I'm not with this person anymore, and I can move on, or I can mm-hmm. I can yeah. do something else, as you said. Um, and yeah, sometimes that might take two weeks. For some others, it could take half a year. It could take a whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really know. But uh, it really is just about that repetition, repetition of thought and kind of like changing your paradigm is what I would say. Yeah. And I guess when I said time, it was um, very much like it helps to not be around that person. Yeah, of course. During that course of time. Right. Um, but I also think that you can take their experiences within that within that relationship, like the good ones, as being just experiences in your life, as being things that have contributed to your life in a good way. Um, and I mean, if you want to forgive for the bad, then do that. But in terms of the social circle thing, I've never actually personally been in that. I guess just like, I don't know, if you feel like you can't engage with the circle because you would have to come in contact with them, then that's okay. Like, your friends will be there for you in other ways. Wait, Chris, did you say that they're constantly reminding me that they're better without me? Yeah, so what they've said is when your ex says oh, says they're happier now with it. Then you, you I'm petty. Like I'll <laughs> if we're in the same same circle, I'm just gonna say like yo, I'm doing way better than you. <laughs> Whatever however you're feeling better, I'm feeling ten times better than that. <laughs> Remind her that you're doing better too, you know? Make her feel bad. Because oh, in this case yeah. you're you're the dumpy? Yeah. Oh, but, okay, yeah, so and then, well, regardless, or if you, you know, you got dumped or they dumped you, just if they're reminding you, then you remind them back. You go like, you know what? I feel great without you. Oh, you can do 10 push-ups? I can do 15 <laughs> yeah, yeah. push-ups. You can't beat them. You got to join them. <laughs> All right, fair enough. That is a that is an alternate perspective. Also, uh, stay busy. Yeah. Finding things to do, new hobbies, uh, same hobbies, old hobbies. Yeah. Do a lot more. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, if you're busy, you forget. Or, you know, time goes by. Yeah. As you said, you reprioritize yeah. your, your energy. But I think it's okay to like sulk in your sadness mm. as well. Oh. Address it. Yeah. Like Don't you suppress can, it. You can cope with it yeah. as Agreed. well. But Agreed. yeah, stay busy. That's important. Um, good question. <laughs> we, have, we have another major question. <laughs> Krish, are you single? Ooh. If yes, why? Would you let your auntie organize an introduction? <laughs> if she did, and what would you be looking for? What is more important, dating a Thummel or dating a Tottenham fan? Um, so this question is, 
super fucking whack. Whoever, I'm coming for your friggin' neck. I don't know who this was. One, you're a stalker. You know way too much about me. Uh, the, the whole, like, when I first read this question, the Tottenham fan thing just threw me for a friggin' twirl because, uh, yeah, uh, fun fact, I'm really into soccer. I support this team from London called Arsenal, and their major rival is Tottenham, which is also a team in North London. Um, so, uh, to go in chronological order of this, yeah, it's super creepy. Like, I don't know who this was. Yeah, like, 2% of the world likes soccer. So, yeah. I don't know, like, how you're going <laughs> to... All right, cool, Nubik. Like, <laughs> you'd be like, yo, do you, listen, do you like soccer? Or do you like football? And she'd be like, yeah, I love uh, the Eagles or something. Like, no, the foot one. <laughs> and then the real one. Because you got to be real to really follow soccer like that. Because it's not even in North America. I mean, like yeah, MLS is pretty bad. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, this question has definitely shook me to the bone. Uh, to go in <laughs> order, are you single? Yes. If why? Uh, I don't know how to answer that. Like, I don't know where to begin. Um, why am I single? Because <laughs> I'm married to the game. <laughs> I'm married to Navek, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just, uh, it's not something I prioritize. I prioritize my platonic relationships quite a lot. Um, and, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people in my life that I can garner a certain amount of, like, love and care and kind of be able to reciprocate that with, um, that on a, like, romantic front, it's not necessarily something that I want. Um, I had a very good kind of chat that was instigated by a friend of mine not too long ago, um, and, uh, this individual very recently entered a relationship for the first time, and it's something that he was being, I mean, he's always been very critical about it, um about you know a lot of new things that he's entered in his life but um something that he kind of asked me and another friend was um <clears throat> besides uh physical intimacy um and say uh financial codependence what is the difference between your platonic relationships and your romantic relationships mm-hmm. between those two things um and for a lot of people i think th- that you know I, I think it's it would be good to uh for all of you to think on that and even people who are listening to think on that. Um, but for me, uh, and even for my other friend who was sitting in the room, we found it very difficult, um, mainly because a lot of the things, um, a lot of kind of important things, whether it be vulnerability or, you know, like honesty and patience and energy and effort kind of put into, you know, being a parent in someone's life are things that we do in our platonic relationships, um, which are all super important in romantic relationships as well. Um, but yeah, I guess because we we struggled to do that, I kind of thought about it too. It's like you know, if uh, you know, if it really came down to like the only difference or the only reason why I would want a romantic partner is for money and sex, then like maybe I'm okay for the time being. You know, um, obviously that's just like a, a, a you know goofy way to kind of look at it. But um, yeah, maybe that gives better insight into where my head's at on that. Um, would you let? your auntie organize an introduction um i love all my aunties but i would probably say no um actually no uh you don't have to organize an introduction just like let them say hello let them be a regular person and i'll talk to them like a regular person um what would you be looking for a good human um what is more important dating a thumbel or not dating a tottenham fan um i don't know i don't really care like I'm, i'm not like i'm not a uh like a diehard arsenal fan i'm not gonna like kill you if you don't support the same team as me um i think yeah i don't know in terms of it dating someone who's thummel or dating someone from a different race um this is a tricky question whether this is a i don't know i don't like the fact that this is a dichotomy but um 
Yeah, hard to say. I don't really care either way, to be quite honest with you. I don't have like a preference. I'm sure that's what this person is asking for. Um, but yeah, it doesn't matter if you're a Thumbwell, it doesn't matter if you're a Tottenham fan, so long as you're a good, wholesome human. Uh, that is what is most important to me. Let's go on to the next question. Love or lust at first sight? Oh, you skipped two questions, dude. Oh, who is, oh yeah, <laughs> there's that question as well. Who was your first crush ever? Let's start with Victor. Wow. That's a big oh, one. Oh, that. <laughs> um, Talk about. Like in, in, in like kindergarten? Man, your first ever crush. I think it was my teacher. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was my kindergarten teacher. So cute. Yeah, but that was whatever. I had to move to the first grade, right? I had to move on. Popular. <laughs> yeah. What was her name? Um, Miss Bird. Okay. Yeah, Miss Bird. That was her name. Yeah. Did you have this teacher too, Nabi? Nah, nah. He went to a different elementary school. Okay. Yeah, my dad, Miss Bush. Okay. Um, how about you, Marisha? It was Lance Bass from NSYNC, who was a gay man. Swag. Yeah, he was. His falsetto was something else. Hey, yeah. How about you, Byron? Oh man, like first ever ever crush uh, at like five. This is gonna sound so. This is like so sad, but uh, tuxedo mask, Sailor Moon. Oh shit! Oh, wow. Two D, baby. Two <laughs> D. Why? Why crush on a real person when you can crush on an anime? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good. That's good. How about you? Maybe it was around eight or nine. Uh, it was this woman working on CP Twenty Four News, <laughs> and Melissa. Don't remember her last name. But I mean, I think now she has a family and you know, like children and dogs. <laughs> so uh, that's good for her. You know, she's living her life probably. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Um, she is living her life. Um, this is super bad because I have the picture of this person in my head, but her name is, uh, I it just came back, Kajol, the Bollywood actress. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, back in the day, I was like, oh, shit. She's a beast. Uh, yeah. Uh, super funny. Um <laughs> We're gonna skip over. <laughs> uh, we're gonna skip over one of these. We'll go back to that one in a little bit. Um, love or lust at first sight? What do you think? Uh, this one's the, the one above love or lust has nothing to do. With yeah, this, yeah. But, we'll we'll still answer because we're nice no. people. But yeah, sorry. Course. But uh, yeah, what do you guys do? You guys think? What do you? How do you guys feel about the whole love at first sight? I, personally, I think this is very like, <clears throat> it's a very simple answer. It's like, upon literally first laying eyes on someone. It's it's a physical appearance. You know, like I don't know how you guys feel about the whole like did the universe just like put us in this room together? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes. Um, but, uh, Sometimes I do. But yeah, I mean like I would probably only believe that I would probably only believe that after like talking with them mm-hmm. for like yes. five yeah, or ten minutes. Like, did the universe Not at first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At first sight it's like, okay, it's it's just physical attraction mm-hmm. is what I imagine. Am I, are we on the same yeah. same page here? I'm definitely know. on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> sounds could, very correct. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh you wanna read the last one there, because this is a good one. I recently talked to a guy who wanted a polygamous relationship and I decided we didn't have a future because I can only be in a monogamous relationship. Does compromise exist when your standard of what a healthy relationship is completely different? This this one is like a, <clears throat> yeah, this is a very good question, I think, because, uh, yeah, I guess we've learned that, um, how do I articulate this very well? It's just like there are some people who, who like have found healthy balance in polygamous relationships or like open relationships, right? Um, and, yeah, while I, on like a, in like a status quo front, 
uh, it's definitely monogamous relationships through and through are, are going to be more common or like more kind of like accepted on the forefront, right? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, how do you guys feel? Do you do you think there is a compromise for what a standard or when your standard of a healthy relationship is completely different? I think you should only be in polyamorous relationships if like your premise or idea of relationships is that you don't like possess one another. But I also don't uh, trust men who are like, I'm polyamorous. And it's like, nah, you just want like the best of everything. Yeah. Um, whereas with girls, it's like, okay, like I can, I, I don't know. I'm a little more trustworthy, but uh, yeah, I think it just, it, because the entire concept of polyamory is like a, um, refute against capitalism because it's like we don't own people mm. and so i multiple people should be able to get joy out of you not just exclusively me in relationships and sexually and whatever right so if you don't believe that then no you're gonna you're gonna be jealous and it's not gonna be cute and uh you shouldn't like put yourself in a position yeah. where that you're susceptible to that Agreed. yeah i mean some po- poly open whatever all those things work for different people right you know what yeah. when you said about uh about when men are out here being okay i'm in a polyamorous relationship i've yeah. only ever heard i've only ever heard a guy like say that and they're all just fucking <laughs> scums like scumbags they're, so they're just dirtbags yeah they're like scummy or mormon yeah it just, like, it, uh, it just seems like yeah like such a like easy an easy out for as you said yeah. to just like yeah, to just yeah. like use these women, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'm not emotionally attached to you. And it's also just like, I just find that women will have a harder time, if they're straight, finding other male partners who are down for the cause if they're in like a polyamorous relationship. Right. Whereas men might have an easier time just because of like power dynamics. Mm. And uh, yeah, but I don't know. It I guess it, it totally depends on the person. Some poly people I've met are the weirdest fucking people in the world. <laughs> like, for real, for real. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. They just, like, re- they just really think they're, like, resisting the system, resisting capitalism. And I'm like, okay, that's that's cool that you feel that way. But I, I just could never do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're with them for, like, a moment. And then they're just like, yeah, I'm just going to go see my other girlfriend. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? So there's this, there's this one uh, couple and, like, this is so fucked up. They're engaged. And this is an open relationship. And the guy brings girls home. And they, like, fuck in their bed, and the girl sleeps on the couch. And I'm just, like, I mean, that's, that is, like, not being possessive to the largest degree I've ever seen. Aside from, like, Mormon households where they, the guy literally lives with, like, four women who, like, have his kids and whatever. But even when I, because I'm really into TLC, I watch these Mormon (laughs) shows, and, like, I have a lot to say about this. Um... And they're those the wives always say that they have they are jealous like mm-hmm. they do possess jealous je- jealous instincts but like the whole point is I don't know God or some shit so yeah. and how the man has like the best their best interest at heart or whatever but I I don't know yeah wow <laughs> just a trip Jeez. yeah 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 also um, I guess going back to what you're saying about the lack of possession thing why did they get engaged then do you think mm-hmm. why do you think those just like or those two specifically well that relationship the one where the girl slept on the couch and they Mm -hmm. were engaged that was technically an open relationship which means they are exclusively together but they can like fuck other people okay so i guess they still feel like a possession in terms of love gotcha 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 whatever maybe maybe but going back to the the thing that my friend said earlier is like it's just like on like a financial front too it just like yeah more sense maybe yeah yeah maybe yeah and then um 
in terms of like with like Mormon people, right? Um, a lot of them, it's actually like illegal. It's okay with Mormons. It's I'm so obsessed with this show. <laughs> it's called Sister Wives. Oh God! It's like <laughs> very weird. Anyways, it sounds um, like it. Yeah, and they like they live in the same household, but a lot of people have to fake being a nanny or fake being the aunt living there because it's illegal wow. to be in poly uh, polygamous relationships. Right. So, yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it is a weird one. Um, so yeah, I think to if we were to succinctly answer our friend's question here, it would probably be to, yeah, not compromise, especially when your emotions are on the line. Um, yeah. Good set of yeah, questions here, guys. Yeah. We uh, we just ran through all of these. Minus one, which I guess we'll read now. Um, this one says, this is not related to love or Valentine's Day in any way, but can you offer any insight as to why men seem to spit excess in public spaces? There have been multiple times when I'm walking near a man and I stop to catch myself from walking into this fresh spit on the sidewalk. <laughs> Do y'all salivate more? What are you eating? What are you thinking uh, about? I love this question. It's because you're smoking weed. They're probably smoking something. I yeah, know cigarette smokers. Cigarette smokers. I've been curious about this too. Yeah. Yeah, she says, I, or they have said, I've never seen a woman do the same, or at least not to the degree, to the degree that I've seen men do it. What's the sitch? Um, <laughs> thanks for sharing. I also think men like impose your masculinity by being like, I can spit on the ground. Like, <laughs> you know? That's yeah. It's very just like, eh, I can do whatever I want. But it's also like, I think they're smoking stuff. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah they're definitely smoking something, but... Probably cigarettes over weed because yeah. I know right. people who smoke cigarettes just spit. Like yeah, it's nothing. Talking loogies. <laughs> yeah. um, I know a lot of do or a lot of men who have been involved in uh, particularly uh, soccer or even hockey growing up, or just like yeah, even like field sports, just in general. Um, that participating in like a physical activity will like cause for like a lot of that buildup and stuff. Mm. Um, and sometimes it it uh, like I've even done this myself too where, like, when you're playing the game or whatever to, like, release it, you, like, do this, right? Um, so... But it's still a gendered thing, right? Oh, 100%. Because, like, 100%, yeah. girls play sports That's right. and smoke. Yeah. They don't do it. Um, yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, and what I was thinking is, like, it just transfers for them off the pitch, too, um, which is, like... Yeah. Which is less of a divide for men than it is for women to be, like, I'm playing a sport and then I'm just, like, being me kind of mm -hmm. deal. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um... Like, I, even today, I was going on a run, and, like, every, like, five or ten minutes, I was, like, spitting. And I'm, like, I think this is okay because I'm by myself, and I'm just, like, in these, like, country roads. So no one's around here, and, like, my mouth or my face is just, like, all messed up. But, like, yeah, when you're just, like, walking on the street, like, there's a need, you know? No, like, you're right. When I, when I run, too, I spit as well. Yeah. Because I have to. It's just yeah. too much. You're just trying to clear it. But, again, when you're walking, like, when you're in the presence of other people, are you just <laughs> hucking loogies? No. No. You're not a ghost person. So <laughs> consider your spaces. Consider the people you're around. Um, try not to be a bum. But yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up all the questions and all the stories that we have. These are great, eh? These are really good. We got yeah. a lot more than we did last year. I think that's just because we posted about every other day, <laughs> uh, which seems to be a good tactic. Um, any final words before we wrap up this episode here, Nivik? Brenevi. We need to know more about <laughs> why he has empty picture frames. You can't just put two sentences and expect us to be like, okay, please uh, reach out to Krish and explain the full story. So on the next podcast, we can go through that. Yeah, that's right. High Top Flip Flops Podcast. High Top Flip Flops Podcast at gmail.com. Please give us the, the whole scoop of that story because that one sounds ridiculous. 
Um, this has been a really fun episode. Bayer, thank you for joining us. Mirisha, thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. Victor, thank you for joining us. Um, episode 39, pretty fantastic one. Um, love your partners, love your pals, love your gals. Any final words, Mike? Um, don't judge what people have done in the past, aka heroin. If they've done it, <laughs> then as long as they're former addicts and they're above the age of 18, uh, don't be afraid to tackle that uh, and possibly date them or be pals with them. That's right. <laughs> a great last word. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. As always, you can uh, stream and download this episode on all of your favorite streaming platforms. Um, thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys soon. Everyone say bye on three. One, two, three, bye. Bye. bye.